0: CHAPTER FIVE OF MYSTERY OF THE CARIBBEAN Pearls* BY ANDY ADAMS THIS LIBRIVOX RECORDING IS IN THE PUBLIC DOMAIN CHAPTER FIVE APPEAR AND DISAPPEAR Thinking of taking a swim? Spex called out. Some dive you'd have to make first, eh? Biff turned round. He could see the fat satisfied grin on Specks' face. "'Biff recrossed the room and stood over the comfortably sprawling Specs. "'He wasn't too big a man. "'Bet I could take him,' Biff thought. "'Biff's determined expression seemed to alarm specs "'He sat upright in his chair, but at the same time cringed at the back of it. "'Some of specs boldness had left the room with boss dietes. "'Only one thing held Biff back and kept him from mixing with specs "'What would he accomplish by overpowering his guard? "'Where would he go?' He had to wait until Uncle Charlie appeared, and supposing he was successful in taking Specs, Dietz might come back before Uncle Charlie showed up. As these thoughts raced through Biff's mind, a knock came on the door. It was barely audible. Biff looked at Specs and started for the door. Specs leapt out of his chair and jumped for Biff. He tried to push Biff aside, and they tangled. Their struggle was brief, halted by a voice from behind them. "'Think you can handle him?' Biff and Speck swung round. On the balcony, a nonchalant smile on his handsome face, stood Uncle Charlie. Spex, his head pivoted from Biff to Charlie, a frightened look in his eyes, reached for the doorknob. He wanted out and fast. Grab him, Uncle Charlie ordered, and came charging across the room. Not once so far had Uncle Charlie called Biff by name. Biff took his lead from this. Uncle Charlie didn't want Speck's to know that Biff wasn't Derek. Biff wrapped his arms around Spex, restraining him. Uncle Charlie, at their side, grabbed Spex by the shoulders and wrenched him away from Biff's grasp. "'Now, how do you want to play this?' Charles Keene asked. His voice was firm, grim, even though his eyes held a sparkle of amusement. Spex didn't reply. He tried to pull away from Uncle Charlie's grasp. He didn't have a chance. "'There are several ways of handling you,' Biff's uncle went on. "'You see this?' He removed one hand and doubled it into a ham sized fist. It's pretty large for a sleeping tablet, but well placed, like right here. He flicked Speck's jaw with the fist, and I'm sure you will take a long, long nap. Spex cowered. Or we could tie you up. But if you'll be a good little Spex and so not try anything, we'll leave you alone. Now get over to that chair and sit down. Charlie's voice was angry now, and he shoved Spex violently towards the chair. Specs toppled over the chair's arm, shrank back in it, and tried to make himself even smaller than he was. Biff and his uncle moved over to a corner of the room most distant from Spex and talked to one another in low tones. "'Good to see you, Biff. Sorry. I had to welcome you this way.' but things are beginning to move. I didn't expect to plunge you into this up to your neck so fast, but I think things are working out better than I had hoped. In a low voice, Biff replied, Uncle Charlie, just before you came in from the balcony, there was a knock on the door. There was another man here too, not so long ago. A man named Dietz. That knock could have been him. I don't think so, Biff. I'm sure it wasn't. Then who could it have been? Biff asked. "'Why don't you go to the room next door and find out?' "'Uncle Charlie suggested, grinning broadly. "'Go ahead. Specs won't give me any trouble.' "'Biff shrugged his shoulders, opened the door and stepped out into the hallway. "'He shook his head. "'That was Uncle Charlie for you, daring, reckless, "'always making a mysterious game out of any situation, "'keeping up the suspense as long as possible.' "'Although he didn't always approve of his uncle's methods, "'Biff had to admit—' That was Uncle Charlie. There was never a dull moment. Moments later, Biff returned. Well? The big grin still on Uncle Charlie's face. It disappeared instantly on Biff's report. There is no one in the room next door, Biff said in a quiet, steady voice. Stay here. Charles Keane leapt for the door. Biff, standing in the doorway, saw him dash into the adjoining room. He was back out in a flash. No longer did he wear a grin. His expression was as serious as Biff had ever seen it. Charles Keene walked back to Biff, his brows knitted in worry and anger. "'I guess I outsmarted myself,' he said. "'Who was I supposed to find in the next room?' Biff whispered. "'Derek?' "'Yes. It was he who knocked just before I came in. "'It was this way. We couldn't be sure how many people might have been in this room. "'We knew you were. We followed you to the hotel.' "'But how did you know what room I'd be in?' "'Oh, that was easy. I'm well known here at the Del Mar. "'The clerk told me Dietz's room number. I took the room next to it.' "'You know Dietz, then?' Biff cut in, glancing sideways to make sure Specs could not overhear them. "'Do I? He's a bad one. Getting more and more desperate, too. "'There's a pot of gold he's afraid we're going to get to first. "'Pot of gold?' well not literally not actually gold but it's worth many pots of gold big ones go on uncle charlie biff whispered how did you get over to this balcony there's a ledge not a very wide one that joins the balconies biff remembered the ledge now it wasn't more than ten inches wide his uncle had taken a dangerous chance in crossing on that narrow ledge from his room to this one "'The boy, by knocking on the door, was to cause enough distraction "'to give me time to cross the ledge to this room. "'I was counting on the element of surprise "'if I found you being held by more than two men. "'Remember, surprise can add the strength of another man to any attack. "'I sure will remember. "'Well, when I got to your balcony and saw just you and Specks, "'I knew things were going to be easy. "'But it didn't work out quite that way,' Biff said. "'No, I never thought Derek would be in danger.' and now he's disappeared. Uncle Charlie nodded his head. He strode back into the room and stood, hands on hips, glowering down at the cowering Specs. "'Where is he?' Charlie demanded. "'Where's Diet? Specs didn't answer. "'Speak up, or I'll make you talk.' "'I don't know,' Spex replied. His high voice cracked as he answered. There was no doubt but that Specs was almost numb with fear.' Charles Keane reached down and grabbed the man by the shoulder. He shook him like an angry lion shaking its kill. "'Please, Mr. Keane,' Spex begged. "'I don't know. That's the truth.' Biff tugged at Uncle Charlie's arm and he released his hold on the man. "'What is it?' Charlie asked, looking into Biff's face. Biff indicated with a nod of his head for his uncle to follow him. He then went to the doorway and stood in the hallway. His uncle came along. Uncle Charlie, that man's too frightened of you to talk, even if he does know where Dietz has gone. Charles Key nodded his head. Guess you're right, Biff. Got any ideas? Yes, and I've got some questions, too. Far away. What do you think has happened to Derek? Uncle Charlie puzzled this question a few moments before replying. Two things could have happened. Diets could have returned just as Derek knocked on the door or when he was returning to our room. You mean he forced Derek to go with him? Yes, that could have happened. But wouldn't Derek have called out? Yelled for help. Biff protested. Not necessarily. You see, Biff, Derek doesn't know me any better than he knows Dietz. You two switching identities at the airport was a good joke, but then the joke turned into a serious matter. Right. I didn't have enough time to fill Derek in on what was actually going on, Uncle Charlie continued. He can't really be sure whether I'm working for him or against him. The same thing holds for Dietz. Dietz is a fast and smooth talker. I learned that myself, Biff said. And Derek may have thought that you, by suggesting the switch in identities, might have been in on a plot for me to get my hands on him. I see it could look that way. Look, Uncle Charlie, if you would tell me... What this whole thing is all about, I might be more help. Uncle Charlie apparently didn't hear Biff's last remark. He was deep in his own thinking. Or this could have happened, he continued. From his tone of voice, Biff could tell that his uncle was more voicing his thoughts than speaking directly to him. Derek might have felt that I was holding him, and after knocking on the door, he could well have gone right down to the lobby, intending to leave the hotel. Dietz might have seen him there. "'and told him you were a crook and that he would take Derek to his father?' "'Uncle Charlie nodded his head in agreement. "'Look, Uncle Charlie, just where is Derek's father?' Bromzook? I don't know, Biff. "'Dietz doesn't know either, does he?' "'I'm not sure. It was just as Biff had reasoned. "'Neither his uncle nor Dietz knew where Derek's father, Bromzook, was, "'and each thought the other might know.' You were both hoping that the other would lead you to Zook. That's about how it shapes up, Biff. How long has Derek's father been missing? I haven't seen him for over three months. The only communication I've had from him was a letter and a package. That came two weeks after I last saw him. There were still many questions Biff wanted to ask his uncle, but right now Biff figured they could wait. The important thing was to find Derek and Derek's father. Uncle Charlie, if you think Dietz knows where Brumzook is, then Specs would know too, wouldn't he? Yes, I should think so. Then wouldn't it be best to release Spex, tell him he's free, then we can follow Specs. If Dietz has talked Derek into going with him, or forced him to do so, then Specs will lead us to Dietz, Derek, and maybe even to his father. Charles Keane thought about this for a moment. You've got something there, Biff. You're using your head better than I am. We'll do it. You go down to the lobby. Find a spot where you can't be seen by anyone leaving the elevator. I'll turn specks loose and come down the stairs the moment he gets in the elevator. All right? Biff nodded his head. Good luck, Biff, his uncle called out as Biff headed for the elevator. End of chapter five.